In the cooler world, there are a lot of choices out there. A lot of coolers that promise all kinds of different things. But if you go to bluecoolers.com, you will see that the blue cooler has more insulation than the Yeti. That they will be able to hold the, the coolness, the ice, and whatever else you decide to put in there, cooler longer. So go please check out bluecoolers.com. Rooftop Realty, one of Nevada's top 100 brokerages with agents in the top 5% of over 18,000 agents. Find out today why Rooftop can help you buy, sell, or rent at vegasrooftops.com. All right, welcome back to the second episode here, uh, talking about health and fitness, talking about consistency, good diet plans, helping our children follow good diet plans. Well, we're going to get into uh, Jen Mitchell's uh, story here and things that they have done in their own lives to help themselves stay fit, stay healthy, and be consistent. So welcome back, and we hope you enjoy the second episode. That amplified noise you report inside my ozone Was so prone to homegrown my own voice And letting you roam was such a poor choice I'm nothing without your poise I love that old joy And ever since B left me She won't speak unless I speak first I'm still stressed So we had a competition in the office for push-ups And Jen is like 4'11 and I'm five foot. Okay, give me my give me my little inch. Four eleven and a half or three quarters. And dude, she got so pumped up oh, for yeah. this push up. Dude, contest. push up competition is my thing. We should do that again soon. <laughs> like I'm it's my thing. We should. Like, even right now, I probably wouldn't do great right now because I'm a little bit. Soft, Let's go. But I'm telling you, man, push ups like. I freaking love a good push-up competition. Uh, I don't know. When, when's was, the date? Let's like, I'm picking up a competitive nature yeah. oh, here. so competitive. I, I could just picture while you were telling me the story of the weight competition at school. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you won that. How oh, much yeah. money did you win? Like almost $300, I think. I, this is going to sound bad, but you, you know there were some fat teachers that do the skinny chick yeah. one. <laughs> this is bull crap. Yeah. You know, you know yeah, someone was pissed. I'm sure there was lots of protests. People were annoyed. Yeah, they were. Yeah. <laughs> but I put in that work, which it was no. hard. No, oh yeah, no. <laughs> well, that's no the thing doubt, is they didn't yeah. probably appreciate the work yeah. that you actually did put in. You yeah. put in harder work yeah. than they probably put forth effort. It was not like I was effort. like starving mm-hmm. myself. It was literally like the right food, the right amount of water, the right amount of exercise, walking every single day, like, and that's what it was. But that was the thing for me mm-hmm. that helped me see like, oh, if you just do X, Y, Z, this is great, and it makes me feel good, and I and like to, to share it with other to people, and it inspires on that, other people. You talk about it being X Y Z, like it's a recipe. I would say it's like little small battles. Yeah, like you had those small wins, mm-hmm. right? And you even talk about it. Both of you talk about it different ways, but it's about it's about a little mentality of winning. Hey, I'm actually winning at this game, mm-hmm. and really, the only person that you're competing with is yourself exactly yep don't compare yourself to other people because Mm -hmm. what works for me doesn't work for jen four o'clock in the morning 
ain't ever gonna happen. It's just not gonna be something I'm ever gonna commit to. I work out at night like that. I come home from work. I have my dinner. I go for a walk or go for the run and then I go to the gym or however it works or vice versa. I have girls that I walk with at night. Like we can't go sometimes until 8.30 p.m. But that's what works for me. Mm-hmm. It's not what works for Jen. Now, you were going to start with your story. Yes. You were bringing it up. Hers. Her story is amazing. I want to hear so, that. So my story, I was just like, I was kind of stuck in a rut. Like I've, I've never been like huge, but I was like heavy for my size. I'm only five foot, so I should not weigh... 150. I was like pushing 150. And I was like, I told myself once I got to 150, something would have to change because like that can't happen. Like that's big for me. And, you know, people were like, you didn't need to lose weight. And I heard that all the time. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't feel good. I was like on the pooper. Like my body didn't feel good. I was sick all the time. My face was fluffy. Like you could barely see my eyes before. Like it just, oh, so, like it wasn't right. What about emotion? Like, like your, uh, your mental state? Yeah. Mental state was not good. I, at that time I was having a lot of like anxiety. I had a, a really bad workplace. Like a lot of things were going on. It just wasn't good. So health wise, I was like really bad across the board. Well then it was like October of 2017. I found this guy on Instagram. It's Nutrition with Attitude. And I like stalked him for three months. I asked him questions. I like tried to trick him up and ask him different questions to see if he his story would stay the same. And his program seemed different. And I was like, I don't know like what it is about this program, but like I need to try this. So then in January of 2018, I went to this guy's house to do a consultation. Creepy. I brought my husband with me because I was like, you know, I don't really know what this is about. It's It, it was kind of weird that it was based out of a house, but he had the top-of-the-line technology. He had, like, an in-body scale, which I never knew what that was before. And then he had, like, this body scanner thing. And I was like, what the heck is this? I got off the scale, and he's like, you're obese. And I was like, what? I'm obese. Like, when I think of obese, I think of, like, heavier people. Like, like Holds. Yeah, big old rolls. Like, I didn't think I was obese. And he's like, your body fat percentage is 43%. I was like, 43% of my body's covered in fat? Like, that, like, hit me so hard. It was, like, really hard for me to understand. Like, holy crap, I'm, I am obese. Like, he's telling me, like, it's legit. The numbers don't lie. Like, so I was like, okay, I got to do something. So he put together food plans for me and taught me how to eat. I stayed on his program for 12 weeks. I lost um, 22 pounds, and I dropped my body fat percentage from 43% down to, I want to say I got down to about 26%, which was great. I'm still working on the um, body fat percentage. That's that's like a hard thing for me to balance out because I like to eat pizza on the weekends. Like, that's my <laughs> guilty pleasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I still eat pizza on the weekends. That's definitely my thing. But I still meal prep every week. He taught me how to eat. He taught me what I'm supposed to fuel my body with. Like, you know, the living off the land type yeah. of food. You're green not supposed green, to. You can never go You're wrong. not supposed <laughs> to buy stuff like from a box that stays Processed. stays in a box for like three years. Like that's not something that's supposed to be in your body. Your your body can't process it. It doesn't know what to do with it. Um, and I just followed his stuff. And it, it, I literally, I'm two years, two years in and it's, it's sustainable and it's working. And as long as I still work out every day and still eat good, I'm, I'm good. If and I w- some of your lunches smell good. Some of them don't. <laughs> Sometimes it's a little rough. Sometimes it's hard to like 
to eat it every day. Like I see, you know, people in the office eating fast food or like getting food, uh, you know, brought in. And I'm like, oh, it looks so good. And like sometimes I want to, sometimes I will. Sometimes I'll be like, you know what? I deserve a treat and I'm allowed to do it. But does it jack me up? Absolutely. I'll be stuck in the bathroom for another hour. Like it totally messes up my system because my body is pretty clean that it's like, what are you doing? And what I are you putting for in? Me, the hardest part about all of that is I know what works. And I was so rigid about what worked for like two years. And even my kids are like, oh, mom, you're, whoa, you're not just eating eggs. You're not just eating when I eat something different. Like my oldest thinks that that's all I eat is eggs and avocado like mm-hmm. and oatmeal. And I'm like, but that is what worked for me. And, and it was these other things as well. But now I think three years out of it or in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it's, it's harder for me to find things because in my mind, I'm like, well, that was the thing that worked. So I can't stray from that or it won't work. And then I have a hard time meal prepping and I don't, I don't know. I don't put that effort in and I don't do research to think of other or even really think of other things that might work. So then I'm like, crap, I guess I just eat the same thing. But then food is so boring for me. Yeah. So I'm kind of in this weird place as well where I like even go to people like Jen and other people where I'm like, okay, what are some other options or ways that I can make food enjoyable, but it's healthy. And I think that's like, you have to be able to switch it up and you have to have like, I take two days off every week. So I take two days off um, from eat, from eating clean. And I eat the things that that I've been craving for the week. I like Saturdays and Sundays. If I, you know, was craving my pizza, I'll go eat my pizza. And instead of having five slices, I just have two slices. Like I'm just cutting it back. So I'm not being like excessive. Exactly. And I think that that's that misconception, right? It's like, Oh, I need a cheat day. So then I cheat and it, but But you don't don't have to do it that way. Don't overindulge. Just satisfy the craving and move on. Like, and you can, have all the cravings that you've been having just satisfy it take a bite take whatever it takes for you don't keep going and a lot of people say well I can't stop okay it's all psychological like it's all in your head you can stop take a bite and put throw it in the trash that's like hard that's how you do it I am so bad with sugar sugar is the weakness okay sugar is a drug for uh, real it's the worst talk about the trash actually so I grew up and I think Adam and I have talked about this before, is we grew up in families where you do not leave the table. You clean yeah. your plate. You, you clean your plate. That is the worst mentality. <laughs> it is. That's, I right? think, a huge problem they've talked Why about. Why obesity? Like obesity mm-hmm. is because you're forcing and you shouldn't be forcing it. Like, yeah. So you don't have to throw the food away. Oh. You could like put it to the side or put it in the fridge and then come back to it later. Like for your kids, like if you want your kids to eat their dinner. So like I have one child that will not eat a vegetable anything good for him that's why I portion him because I know he's an unhealthy eater and I I'm not gonna sit here and fight with him every day like eat your broccoli eat this like I don't want to fight over it it's not worth the fight his his uh his um uh taste buds will develop over time and he'll start eating vegetables when he's older it's fine like he's gonna be fine so if I portion out the junk that he's eating now that'll keep him from getting obese right now like I know he's not eating probably the best he should but he's not overindulging so that's what's helping him teenagers their body and their physiology it's been shown that they can eat like junk and still because their metabolism is so fast doctor with my my oldest he's so thin he's like dude bowls of ice cream whatever it is to get the fat on the body you know yeah you don't want to teach them to have 
really unhealthy habits and just eat all the sugar and the crap, right? That's not the point. But it's sometimes those are the things that, at least for kids who are smaller, right, and are going to be the thing. I also want to ask a question to, to Mitchell is, you know, so how long have you been married? 14 years. And so you started this uh, like three years ago. Is your husband ripped? Is he like, are you guys like, you know, like post, are you guys like, posting like modeling on, on the same like pages like so my please husband, don't do those couple like workouts that's goals man that's goals <laughs> yeah, yeah so like my husband is six two as well and he it, he's he was 260 pounds um as of january 1st january 1st of this year he started um letting me meal prep for him and then he also started going to the gym he goes four days a week consistently he wakes up at 2 30 in the morning oh to go gosh, to the gym no, um he, does he, not. he goes three days a week what? that early and then on fridays he comes with me at 4 30 and um it's he had to find what worked for him he didn't like going in the afternoon he was going in the afternoon wow. and he hated it he's like i can't get on the machine i want to get on mm-hmm. it's too busy it's crazy he's like so i have to take away from my sleep just like you had to do and um but he enjoys it and he's seeing the progress. So he started at 260. He's he's now down 20 pounds. And um, That's this, amazing. it's amazing. It like is. by yeah. the by this weekend, we should be in the 230s, like 239, 238, oh. somewhere. Little, at that point, it's so like, what's it's, gonna keep you motivated? It's super exciting. And it's like, I enjoy working out. Like we don't work out together necessarily, but like, you know, we can see each other f- across from the gym and it's awesome. Like, I love it. It makes me excited to see him there, like getting healthy. He, you know, his shirt's soaking wet by the time he's done. Yeah. And I'm like, that's awesome. You crushed it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I meal prep his lunches um, and his snacks throughout the day. And I cook his dinners, obviously. And um, he just eats exactly what I give him. And now he's like, babe, I tried to drink a soda. He's like, and it, it just instantly gave me a headache and it tasted like crap. He's like, I try to have sugar and sweets. And he's like, and I just don't feel good. I'm like, it's because your body's detoxed well, from all that. Well, that's the interesting mm-hmm. thing is it's awesome. you give it up. The apple then becomes really sweet. The almonds become really delicious because yep. those are your snacks, right? And yeah. Sugar are, is yeah, a drug, like dude. T- and I am so bad. Like, I am one of those people that is all in or all out. Like, for, and I have tried for years, like, find the balance, just self, you know, control yourself. I try so hard. I can't do it. Like, I yeah, try Coke so hard. Is a good today we're going to have, yeah. Today. today we're going to have those cupcakes, and I'm just, oh. Um, oh. Like, but the other point about, <laughs> about being a couple, though, is. It's like so for me when I'm trying to really diet when I'm like hey we're gonna go on a we're gonna go on a trip to a you know a sunny place hey you're gonna get in a bathing suit you know Sarah does fabulous when she's doing fabulous on meals yeah. it is so easy for it's, me it's good it's for the whole family yeah. Yeah. yeah and it, it can become more easier. of a lifestyle right it yeah. doesn't have to be like a diet you shouldn't have the mentality of like diet yeah mentality. throw that word out the window get it out of there right it's it's not about a diet it's about what how are you fueling your body what is working for you so you're in a right clean eating clean eating um your you know your mental headspace your spiritual all of those things go together your physical your mental all of it right so it's like if you can find a way to hone in and find what works for you you and your spouse like if you guys can motivate each other like how amazing is that yeah it's it's the path of self-discovery you have to try stuff I, i shared in the podcast at the end of last year i decided to go completely meatless and vegan for a whole month that works for so many people 
I just wanted to try it. I wanted yes. to give it an honest try. Yes. And, and that's what I did. And I came up with some discoveries yeah. in my own body. Uh, my wife loves keto yeah, and, 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 and she, it, it, it works for her. Yeah. For me, I can't. Yeah. I don't mind following some of the diet plan, but I have to have some carbs. Yeah. I'm lifting a lot. Yeah. I like lifting a lot. Yeah. And having no carbs, none of that energy, none of that stuff it's in there, yeah. it murders me when it comes to running. My miles went down. When we talk about carbs, what is a carb to you? Because a lot of people don't know what carbs are. That is true. Like a... A complex carb? Mm-hmm. So like, let's talk about that carbs because people don't know what a carb is. They really don't. They're like, oh, I can't eat, I can't eat any carbs. That's what they think. Mm-hmm. Pizza, donuts. So what kind of carbs do you use to fuel your body when you're weightlifting? I'm talking like pasta. Okay. Do Stuff you do like whole that. grain? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whole grain when bread, I do whole breads, grain pasta. When I do breads, it's like that, um, what's it called? That nature made. It has nuts in it and all kinds of. Yeah. Oh, Dave's. I love Dave's. Or is stuff good. like Dave's that. Is delicious. Dave's killer bread. Yeah. yeah. And then. Um, but I will have. The sweet potato. and I will. I Yeah. Potatoes, stuff like that. Um, but I will have a day that I will have my pizza also. Yeah. I'll have the crappy and it's important, breads or something yeah. like no, that. You know? It just, you know, the wings are way more important than the pizza. <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, a, I'm going to Johnny Max. I'm a pizza lover, but I do love Johnny Max but, wings. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So going to the carbs, though, I I kind of like you, I don't know a lot of, like you're saying, com- I don't know the difference between complex, blah, 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 right? But what I do, we were talking about yesterday, looking on the back label, you know, and how you read it. So for me, I saw this YouTube video that was talking about carbs and fiber and how you take the carb, however the number, if it's mm-hmm. like 24 grams of carb, but then you have 14 grams of fiber, nine grams of fiber, you subtract it from the carb and then that's the amount of carb that's going to be swirling around in your body. So if okay. it's a zero fiber, but it's a big carb, then that's a huge amount of carb that's going to turn into sugar. Mm-hmm. It's going to be staying in your body so just try to watch that you end up having fiber to offset the carb right so that it's not this massive amount of carb that's always staying in your body now i don't know a lot about that but that's something that i saw and i was like oh that makes a little bit of sense but i think when people dive into nutrition they need to know what they're doing before they just do it like you can't go to taco bell and get this egg burrito and think oh i mean but i'm eating eggs okay how did they prepare those eggs are those eggs from like you know, do Most they of add those water? come in a bag. Yeah. They're, they're powder yeah. manufactured So it's like you got to think like you're not really giving yourself the protein that you're supposed to be giving it. When you prepare your food at home, you know what's going into it. You know how it's cooked. You know how it's prepared. You know what, if there's oils or salts or whatever's in it. When you go to a restaurant, you have no idea what they're doing to your food. You have no idea what they're putting in it. You don't know how much oil they used. You don't know if they put a ton of salt in there. I used to work at Outback Steakhouse for you two don't know. years. The broccoli comes in a bag yeah. not comes in a bag they put it in a bag it's like a cup of broccoli great it's raw but then there is a giant this i don't even know how to like a massive scoop of butter with seasoning that oh. goes and in it the melts. bag delicious. and then it's microwaved right that's that's how they make it i watched it all day long it's delicious is it the healthiest nope right oh. that butter so <laughs> you can make broccoli at home and right. you can season it the way you want to season it but you, you know have to be cautious you know how, yes, of what you're putting in it. Putting and in. when you see what you're putting in it and you see that you're putting it in your body, then it makes you more cautious because you're like, I'm doing this to myself. When you go through the drive through you're like, oh, it's like not a conscious thing. Like you're just like, oh, I'm just going to eat and fuel my body. No, 
you're not really feeling your body. You're really destroying your body. And I think I, it goes. I, I don't think that's the mentality when you go through the drive-thru. You don't have that mentality of fuel <laughs> my true. body. If you pulled you're up like, in the drive-thru, true. you made that decision oh, already. I'm hungry. I don't and care. This is exactly. quick and easy. Some people don't don't know that it's but, bad. But, and that goes into also no. portion control. It goes in. There's so. Oh my gosh. There's so much to that. Yeah. Right? I really like. The only thing that helped me was getting a nutritionist because I literally tried every crash diet out there beforehand. Like I tried everything. I tried the, you know, the raw fitness 20, 20 pound challenge, but then I didn't know how to eat afterwards. Yeah, I lost 20 pounds, but then I gained it all back plus some because no one taught me how to eat. Once I learned how to eat, I can, I can do anything now. And I think also use an app. Like I, at the beginning, I would use an app to track. You could, you know, macros and things like that. That is intense. It's a big commitment, but it works. I've seen it work. And for me, if there's ever a time when I'm feeling a little soft and I know that it's my food, I'll get my, my fitness pal, pop everything back in, figure out my numbers on, you know, online. Hey, this is my body, body weight. This is how much exercise I'm doing. Um, there's a bunch of different websites. It'll calculate if you want to go to macros and then that shows you your fats, your proteins, your carbs, and how it works with your body composition. For me, that has been huge in resetting. Okay. For four weeks, I'm going to commit and it is a pain in the ass, right? You've got to put in every little thing, but guess what? You're conscious of it. You're thinking about what you're putting in your mouth. And it tells you what your outcome will be by the end of the week. It's showing you, Hey, this is where you're going over. That's what people don't understand is you don't understand how many it's not even about the calories but it if you are trying to to lose and you're trying to lean out or you're you have a goal you have to see how that works for you and those apps can really help show you like wow mm-hmm. i went really over in this certain thing wow one piece of bread equals this much of this or whatever it is right, right. so for me i've if i've i remember going to europe and i felt like gosh i was just really off for 10 days and i came back and i was like oh put that in the app for a minute for four weeks i was just like do it do it do it get to the gym and i have photo evidence of like this is where i was when i came home and this is four weeks later of just being cognizant of what you're putting in your mouth and tracking it if that's what helps you reset and then yeah after that like i know that this is how much of this certain thing right four ounces of chicken or three two ounces of rice or whatever it is those are the things that are going to fuel me and that's where i'm going to see the results i think what you said on when it comes to psychological or mental i think that comes with education yes and it comes with 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 changing your mindset at first but everything that you said, I, I won't lie. I just got exhausted. It's I mean, exhausting. I mean, seriously. It really, it's but but crazy. but you can find fun in it. You, you can, can find a oh, challenge yeah, in it. Fun. You can set goals and say, "Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat this way for this long, and then I'm gonna exercise for this and this long." But make sure it's within your own means. Yeah. You don't have the money to go see a nutritionist, or you don't have those means. You. There's billions of websites that you can get on. You can read an article. They'll set stuff up for you for free. But educate yourself first before you start anything. But another key thing that I I preached in another episode, and I'm going to preach it again, especially amongst men, is go see your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Go see where your blood works at. I was was over 300. I I signed up for the same competition at work. It was the biggest loser. It was a $100 buy-in. The winner was going to take home like two grand or something. That's it was amazing. It was all of us in the shop and the wiremen and everyone, and we were all going to do this thing. Mm-hmm. And and that started me. 
Well, when I started it, I went and made an appointment with the doctor. I Good. wanted to see where Smart. my where my blood so work important. was, and I wanted to see where my cholesterol was. Yeah. Where they he did I, you I, go I, to the doctor after you finished the competition to yes. get those results again? I did go back. And how was the comparison? It, it was scary. Phenomenal, right? It wasn't. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you. Okay. So I I was I was. When I weighed in at the doctors, I just started the competition. I think I weighed almost three. I was like 299 or something like that. But I was 300 pounds. Okay. Doctor's office I was, I think I was 300 or 301. He does the whole blood work. I tell him what I'm doing. I'm, and I just turned 40 years old at the time. So I thought, you know, good time. I, I just need to see where I'm at. Mm-hmm. He does the whole thing. He gets the paperwork. And this is what got me on like everybody is different. He looked at the paperwork and he says, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. My blood pressure was phenomenal. My cholesterol was great. He goes, when I look at this paperwork, I see a very healthy 40 year old. Then I see you sitting across my table and I want to tell you to lose weight. Your numbers don't match your body. Wow. That's interesting. I lost weight. Mm -hmm. My cholesterol went out the roof. My blood pressure went off. Everything went different. I truly believe that some people are born to be big or small or in the middle. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden it was different. So the only thing I was low on, and that got us into the, the testosterone thing is that was the only thing I was oh, low yeah. on. I go back to the doctor. Adjusted that. I, I, I went back to the doctor. I now I'm 245 and I've done my blood work only just to manage my testosterone. But when he does my blood work, he does everything else. And that's when he noticed that my cholesterol was borderline, like we may need to get you medication. Interesting. But when I was 300 pounds, it was on point. Weird. Hmm. That is interesting. And I think that kind of goes also into, you know, stepping on a scale. And people get obsessed with the number on the scale. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. Yeah, at the Mm -hmm. beginning, if you want to see some results. But then it, for me became every single day, twice a day, I'm on the scale, I wanna make sure that I am not above that number. And if I'm below, it's a, it's a great day, right? But for me, for two years, it was every day, day in, day out, I'm on the scale, that's what mattered. But then I'm not focusing on how I'm feeling, right? It's how I'm, you know, the number on the scale. So I think that like, like we were saying, right? It's like your muscle mass. It's all of these oh, different yeah. things. And if you're doing what you're supposed to do and you're eating how you're yes. supposed to eat and you're in the gym every day, yes. you don't have to step on the you scale don't. because it doesn't matter what yes. that number says. You're healthy. Exactly. You're fine. You're I don't get on the scale <laughs> ever. Yeah. Like I can fluctuate between 117 and 129 and still wear a size kids clothes. 12, mm-hmm. kids 12 I'm wearing right now. And I, and I can wear it weigh 117 or 129 and still be in those exactly. kids 12 jeans. Yeah. Like literally it's, it's muscle mass. Like everything is, as long as you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, don't worry about the number on the scale. Well, when I lift a lot, my scale will go up. Oh yeah. yeah. And I lift a lot too. I I lift every week. No, no, no. You're leaning more, but your muscles are growing Mm -hmm. and your muscles are more dense that way. So, you know, fat takes up more room. So that's why as long as you're not putting on fat, you you could still fit in your clothes. And you just need to like pick a size or pick a number or pick something that that makes you happy. Not everybody's like, don't compare yourself to somebody else. Like 
Don't find a picture that online that oh, I want to look like this because you're not going to really look like them. Your body types might be different. You don't know how much work she put in to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Like I did that a lot. I picked pictures of women offline and was like, I want to look like this. I want to look like that. But I wasn't putting exactly the same work that that woman was putting in. So yeah. I was never going to obtain that. And that's something the psychological that I had to learn. And I had a lot of like um, self-image issues throughout the, the entire process. Like I'm really tiny, but like I felt big sometimes or I felt bad. And then when I was losing, yeah, when I was losing weight, people were like, you're getting too small. And, but I was like, but you never told me when I was too big. Like, why now do you want to say something to me? Like it really messes your head. Don't like, don't let people affect you. Just do what makes you happy and don't worry about anybody else because I'm telling you, like, I heard it from all different angles. People are like, you need to put on some weight. You're looking too thin. And I'm like, I, you know, let me just do what I'm doing because it's making me mm-hmm. happy. So not, not her current coworkers. Her current coworkers have been super supportive. They have been. <laughs> I feel really good. And now I do have a little bit of self-image issues sometimes. Like, I've put on a lot of muscle. And sometimes I feel like I look bulky. But I'm like... But I'm not bulky. I'm super, yeah, or beefy. But I'm, but I'm not like. We have to stop using that word. (laughs) I'm really solid. I don't know. (laughs) I'm really solid. I don't have cellulite. My skin's smooth. Like I don't jiggle when I walk. Like it's just I'm solid muscle. That's important to Adam and I. And (laughs) we have to call that the jiggle factor. (laughs) No jiggle factor here. Yeah. Solid muscle. Well, how do you think I get through 13 miles? I just get the jiggle running the right (laughs) way. Right. right? That's right. If your jiggle's going downhill. But the key is you're happy. Yes, super happy. You have to learn, I feel, you have to learn how your body reacts yeah. and what makes you happy. And that's that self-discovery. Yeah. Go to and your it, doctor, get your blood work done, see where you're at, see what you need to do. If you can see a professional, see a professional. But something that you said that I really like is there is not a health person out there. Jen, if someone approached you at the gym and, and asked you how... How did you do this? Would you tell them? Yeah. Yeah, of course you would. Every fitness person, no, no one in the fitness community will hold back their uh, their story or no, their information. No, unless they're doing something wrong. Unless they're doing something that they know people are against. Like a lot of times when people are doing like steroids sometimes, they don't like to share that information because it's not something that publicly is okay. It's not acceptable. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Sometimes like if you ask certain people and they're doing things that maybe you're not as legal or whatever, then they will not share information. If they just voluntarily are totally okay with it, then you know that that person's probably got something right going for them. Because I learned that I, I, I ran into a runner and I asked total stranger. He didn't know me. I didn't know him. And I, and I asked him some, Hey, I'm training for this. Uh, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to get there. What do you suggest? Mm-hmm. Talking about shoes, talking about equipment, talking yeah. about comfortable clothing, how should I run, chafing, I mean, everything. Yeah. And they completely open up. Yeah. The fitness community is yes. very uh, transparent. Totally. They want to help yeah. people. Yep. And even if you're overweight and you feel very uncomfortable when you walk in the gym and you see all of these in-shape people all around you just mm-hmm. hitting it, and you don't even know what to do. You don't even know what to start with. Yeah. Ask I, somebody. Yep. You walk up to They'll a stranger. If a stranger walks up to me and it's happened before and they yeah. say, Hey, how, how do you use this machine? 
Yeah. Well, what's this good for? I would be more than happy Everybody. to stop what I'm doing, yes. and yep. I would love to help yep. and, and give them any advice that I know yep. or say, hey, you know that guy over there? I know him really well. He's a trainer. Yep. Yeah. Go, go talk to him. He's really nice. Yes. You know? And a lot of the equipment these days have pictures on it. And there's like YouTube. You can look up oh, yeah. how to do these exercises. There's a lot of exercises so sometimes I don't know how to do. On and I just watch so videos, little clips you know, and, and it shows you the muscle that's supposed to be targeted. It's your quads. So you're, you need to make sure you're feeling it in your quads. If you're not feeling it in your quads and you're feeling it in your abs, you're not doing it correctly. Mm-hmm. So stop what you're doing. Reevaluate how you're doing it and make sure you feel it in the correct muscle. It shows a picture of the muscle. So even if you don't know what your muscles are, like a lot of people don't know where what muscles belong where and all these different things there's pictures so just follow the pictures Mm -hmm. follow what it's supposed to be doing and just make sure you're targeting what it's supposed to be targeting because if you feel it somewhere else stop stop immediately because you don't you do not want to injure yourself been there done that and and most gym memberships when you start up they will offer you take advantage of the free trainer. Mm-hmm. You, you get maybe one or two sessions. Every gym's and it different. It may seem silly, but do it. And yeah, take advantage of it. He'll help you out. He'll get you started. Yeah. If you have the money, pay for a few more sessions, and then you can get off on I your did own. That for a you know, minute. I I was kind of going between like these two different things that I would do every time. Okay, this is this day. This is this day. And then I was like, gosh, I'm kind of stagnant, you know, not building certain areas, not wanting to push legs harder. But yeah. I, the trainer at my gym I did, I kind of used her for, I don't know, maybe like four sessions or something. And she just helped show me how to use some of the other equipment, how to kind of, hey, if you're working back and shoulders, then do this. Hey, if you're trying to do leg day, here are some great other exercises that you can do. Because I, I follow a lot of people on Instagram and things like that, and I'll just kind of save things that I think look good. So, oh, yeah, I'm at the gym, so I'm not paying $20 for this way up every month because I'm going to the gym and paying for that membership. Yeah. But if you can find those little things here and there, right, it's it's really easy to kind of, okay, now I'll do this today. This work this works for them, right? And see if it works for you. Yeah, that's awesome. And you yeah. don't have to get a gym membership. No. You no, can no, do everything right. from Outside, your house. You can do it inside, yep. get a, get some 10 you, pound weights. Just, like, just get your body moving. Yeah, you can do mm-hmm. all uh, body weight squats, resistance. Watching the bachelor, Lean right? up against the house. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Walk, walk the wall. Walk the wall, dude. That me is and, so hard. Me and uh, Jen were doing a walk the wall uh, yeah, challenge. You have to like do a handstand, but like crawl up the wall backwards and, and then, then back crawl down. down and get to like a parallel level with your shoulders. Did you yeah. do this? And, and do, do push ups. No, I think they fell on their head. I think the that's wall. what we were. I think that, that was the point I was trying to. Is that they. <laughs> They were looking goofy, and someone uh, fell on their head. We killed. We killed that. Herself, I did hurt myself, but that was. I was trying to do like this yoga handstand, and I landed cool. on my butt, and I had a giant bruise, yeah. and it was. Oh, that's the yeah. point. Of that. Super I knew someone painful. Fell at some point, yeah. But I love. That was rough. Like, I love following Jen. I love when she yeah. shows her workout video, or you know, her little clips and stuff. Those are the things I'm like, oh, she's doing that. I should totally try that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other people for me inspire Pushes. me. I love it. I like to sometimes share. I'm not sharing 
every single workout that I'm doing. But here and there, a couple of times a month, I might post something because I hope that it does inspire other people yep. to get up. I do have people who will send a DM or who I meet for lunch that was like, hey, yeah, man, I was not feeling that today. But guess what? I saw you did it. So then I went and did it too. Yeah. And just in doing that, if one or two people get up because you got up, I follow so many people who it's just like, dude, get up, put on the clothes, do this thing. Yeah. I don't guess what? They didn't want to do it either. I don't want to do it probably 60% of the time mm. to actually go. And, and I love once it. I get there. I'm like, I freaking love this. Right. I do actually love it. But, <laughs> right? but there's a lot of days when I'm like, I would just much rather not do this. Put on Man, you guys gave us a lot of good information. Yeah. We appreciate you guys being on. Uh, I'm going to get, uh, for our listeners, I'm going to get their information, their Instagram. Sure. I'm going to put it all in the info on uh, iTunes and on uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify. Yeah. Uh, so please look us up and check us out. Leave a comment and... Tell us how we're doing, man. Send us an email at stayinintroublepodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, and then hit these girls up. Follow them, and they will give you a lot of good advice. But I'll put all of your guys' information on. Thanks for having yeah, us. Thank you so okay. much. It was awesome. Thanks, Yay. guys. Hey, peace out.